We're proud to announce our brand new ACLJ Life and Liberty Drive. Our legal teams will be focusing on the issues that you've told us matter the most to you, life and religious liberty. Go to ACLJ.org right now and join us in the fight. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. A nightmare has been happening in our uh, beautiful state of Hawaii. Uh, We want to reach out to uh, one of our friends who lives there, Jason Jones. He has tremendous credentials, the most important of which is that he's friends with John Zmirak. Jason Jones, welcome. It's great to be on your show, Eric. Thank you for having me. I uh, have been mystified as to what is actually happening in Hawaii. I've read conflicting reports. It's very confusing. You live there. What's your sense of, you know, what is happening, what's being done? Well, you know, Eric, I don't know when this started in in our country, that when there is a catastrophe, our, our government officials think that their most important job is to go on television and dissemble. Uh, it's as if they don't want to communicate the truth. And then this leads to all sorts of conspiracy theories and despair. And that's what we're seeing here in Lahaina. Now, you know, this is the home of my family. We've moved to Texas during COVID. We've been there now for two years. Um, And but my daughter's, you know, my family lives here. My have a my daughter has a business here and this is our home. It was very strange. I run an organization that serves communities in catastrophes facing genocide and war. I never imagined in my life that I would be flying to Hawaii to do what it is that I do. And what has happened in Lahaina, the way I feel it, and I think the way that the people of Hawaii feel it, is an, is an, it's, it's like the scale of 9-11. It's not 100 dead. And, um, you know, it was 30, then it was 60, and they act each time, and they're creeping it up, creeping it up. They need to tell the truth. Lahaina is gone. They sent school children home to empty houses. They didn't have cell phones. The alarms did not go off. The sirens did not go off. If you didn't have a cell phone, there would be no way for you to know to leave your house, and you're a child. So we're going to find lots of children. Uh, They're finding children. They're finding families. This fire moved at one point up to a mile a minute. There's no escaping that. And the poor tourists are coming here. The locals are getting upset because tourists are arriving. Well, but the tourists didn't really know. The media was not communicating what happened. Um, even on Oahu and the other islands, if it weren't for families communicating with each other, uh, and the people in Lahaina still, we're shipping generators over there now and solar panels, and we desperately need uh, Starlinks. So Elon Musk, if you're watching, we need Starlinks. Starlinks have helped us in Ukraine and Afghanistan. And again, to imagine that I would have to be uh, uh, shipping and flying over Starlinks to um, Lahaina, Maui, is is really unbelievable, Eric. But this is one of the greatest catastrophes in American history. Now, I've been traveling for two days and very busy, so maybe something happened in the past 48 hours. But I feel that the media is not giving this catastrophe uh, the attention that it deserves. And there's some real things that we need to do, uh, which is protect the Kama'aina uh, those those families that have lived in Hawaii for generations, and especially the native Hawaiians, because vultures are descending on Lahaina trying to buy their property in the midst of this crisis. This is something that, that cannot 
be allowed to happen. You know, these Hawaiian families and these Kama'aina families have been uh, pesky to groups like BlackRock who want them to sell their property because they're sitting on, you know, billions and billions of dollars of property. But this is it's more than money to these families. This is this is this is all they have. This is all they know. This is their home. And they need to be protected. There's, they're going to need help paying for funerals. There's going to be too many funerals to imagine. And then we're going to have to rebuild Lahaina and protect it. Now, how so, many people, uh, I, because I, I've literally never been to Hawaii, I don't have any sense of the scope of what you're talking about. When you say Lahaina, this is a uh, a part of Maui. Give us a sense of, of what we're talking about exactly. Yeah, it was actually the capital of um, of the Hawaiian Islands for a long time. And... Eric, it's also the center for the spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ to Hawaii. It's really where it started. Lahaina, you know, by 1850, Hawaii was the most Christian kingdom in the world. And, you know, uh, every culture that when the gospel hits different cultures, it reflects in beautiful, different ways. The gospel reflecting through the people of Hawaii is what we call aloha. It's the gospel reflecting through the people of Hawaii. It was a Christian kingdom. And so Lahaina is this is is. Um, yeah, it's a very it's a very, you know, historic town. And that was the other thing. And this is where a lot of the conspiracy theories are swirling. It was historic. So even if you could buy people's property, you couldn't change it. But now it's it's gone. It's all gone. And it's too soon to talk about this because there's still families that don't have, you know, have thousands of families that don't have clean water uh, and no way to communicate with the outside world. So that needs to be dealt with first. But I think that Lahaina needs to be rebuilt in a way that honors um, the Hawaiian culture, that honors the families there, and that we keep Lahaina local. We keep Lahaina for the Kama'aina and for the Hawaiians. This is, this is very important. Attention, your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Attention, your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Well, um, 
again, it's just tough for people to, to fathom what has happened. And, of course, the, the great nightmare is uh, that uh, Joe Biden doesn't seem to be saying anything about this. It's absolutely – I mean, there is bizarre and then there is utterly inexplicable. How is it possible – that the man who believes he's the president of the United States, or maybe he actually knows that he's not, but that uh, most people think of as the president of the United States, has not done everything possible uh, to reach out. Because as you said, this is a, a tragedy of gigantic scope. This is not some little local thing. This is, this is a, an absolute gigantic tragedy with many, many, many people dying. Can you understand why uh, he wouldn't have been all over this? No, look, this I'll tell you why. The Democrat Party has always taken the state for granted for three decades. They just treat it as, yeah, we don't need to even fight for that state. I wish politicians would just act like politicians. I, I don't expect them to care, obviously. I don't expect Joe Biden to have empathy. Um, but I would I would expect that he act that way. To treat, you know, behave in a way that doesn't undermine the dignity of the people of Hawaii. To have no comment. To have no comment. Now, I, I, Eric, like I said, I've been traveling to Hawaii and we've been working. We were up all night in the command center with different coalition of local organizations um, on our plans to distribute aid today and tomorrow in the coming days. I'll be driving all over Maui with my 17-year-old son distributing aid this week. Um, you know, behave in a way that shows empathy, shows concern. And if people think this is hyperbole, and I can imagine it's easy to think in the coverage that we've been seeing in the media, do a Google image search. Go on Google, DuckDuckGo, go put video, search Lahaina. Go on Instagram, follow the vulnerable people prior. Follow me, actually, because I'm sharing all the Hawaiians uh, at the Jason Jones Show on Instagram. Look at what the Native Hawaiians are sharing in the Kama'aina from Lahaina. Watch what they're sharing. Eric... It's like nothing. I just got back from Ukraine. You know, I work in war zones. I've been in, I was in Iraq during the time of ISIS. I was in Sudan during the genocide. There are, there are, there are, there's, there's footage from Lahaina that you've never seen anything like this in your life. Family, you know, there were these young girls that you can see. They're driving around and they're live streaming it, trying to get out of the city. And then it, it cuts. And, and, you know, I think the worst happened to them. Um, there's footage of families in the harbor surrounded by buildings and boats on fire. How this isn't the biggest news story in, in the country is beyond me. And, and I don't know why everything has to become politics. I guess we, we have to muffle this to protect some political interest or to protect. I don't know. I don't know why the mainstream media is muffling this. I guess it has to do with politics. But sometimes can't we just care for people? Can't we be thoughtful to our own that are suffering? Well, I, um, Jason, we were going to talk about this is the second anniversary of uh, the fall of Afghanistan. I, I don't even know how to how to put it. It's like the fall of Saigon, the nightmare of two years ago under the Biden administration. Nightmares that we really haven't seen, folks. This is uh, it's a new level of nightmare and uh, a new level of leadership that is not leadership, that is anti-leadership. Uh what do you make of uh, or, or you wanted to make a connection between Afghanistan and Hawaii? You know, you see Joe Biden again, this is not politics for me. Uh, you know, my my uh, he likes to say I'm his best friend. But my acquaintance, John Zmirak, 
Um, he likes to make things political, and I love John. But this is, I, I want, this is not politics. When you have Joe Biden have no comment on Hawaii, I'm sorry. If I'm a Democrat, if I'm Joe Biden's cousin, that this is shocking. The way that he skipped away, the way that he skipped away from Afghanistan without looking back, 13 Americans dead, 170 Afghans died at the explosion at Abbey Gate. October 26th will be the anniversary of Abbey Gate. 180,000 Afghan allies who were promised visas abandoned. Today, Eric, this morning, the first thing I woke up to was a signal message of a desperate Afghan ally in, in, in Afghanistan that needs to be evacuated. You know, my organization's been managing safe houses for our allies now for two years, desperately begging with the U.S. government for visas for people they promised visas to. And we opened up a Rome office. We're resettling these folks all over the world now because we can't get the State Department to move quickly as if these people have all the time in the world. So when you see an, an administration that is thoughtless to 13 American soldiers and Marines that died um, and, and our allies that died, I don't know how these people don't, how they sleep without massive doses of, of medication. Um, this is part of the United States. You know, if I were a native Hawaiian right now, I would be asking myself, why are we even a part of the United States? Um, you, overly, you illegally overthrew the kingdom. Why are we even a part of the United States when the president of the United States doesn't even have a comment for us, where the mainstream media makes it as an afterthought? Uh, but I think that these, these are des definitely connected. It's just a lack of concern for human suffering. You had me on recently to talk about I'm advocating for an immediate ceasefire and armistice in Ukraine, uh, an administration that is thoughtless to the endless suffering um, that's happening now in Ukraine. Um, I think it is all connected. It is, and when you look at the the, the, the politicians at FEMA and at the, at the state of Hawaii, it's the people of Hawaii feel it just getting nothing but dissembling and disinformation. What about hospitality and concern for the, the suffering? How what many people? How many people do you think, uh, in the end, will have died uh, in, in what's happening? Because we the numbers are now. I guess today it was 100. I'm not sure when this is going to air. But what, what is your sense of, of what we're dealing with? Well, Eric, I'm going to Lahaina today. I will tell you that I have the population of Lahaina is 13,000. Uh, I've had friends who've told me, I don't say the numbers out loud. I don't even want to say hundreds and hundreds. Now, you have to know, you think about this. Let's say it's 1,000. And I, that's the low number of what I've heard from friends from Lahaina. Now, I know that if you walk down a street and you see 50 dead bodies and you've never seen a dead body before, that seems like hundreds and hundreds. And I pray that it's 101. I pray it's what they say it is now. But my friends from Lahaina, I've, I've heard hundreds and hundreds, over 1,000. I've even heard numbers much higher than that. Now, in a, in a town of 13,000, let's just put it in perspective to 9-11. New York City, and you lose 2,000 people. You lost, we lost an entire town. It's just gone. Um, they sent those kids home to houses that, of parents that were off to work. So I pray that is exactly the number they say. Um, but my friends in Lahaina have been pinging me from the very beginning, saying, Jason, get the truth out there that this is hundreds and hundreds of dead. Um, why they're, you know, and instead of just doing this, this morbid count, they should just say, listen, it's a catastrophe. Lahaina's gone. 
we have to seek through the rubble. We're trying to get you accurate numbers. But this sort of slow leak every day, we can confirm this, we can confirm that. It, it strikes me as morbid and very strange. And it down, it's as if they, they want to soft pedal the catastrophe. Now, why would, just, why would that be? That's what I don't get either. What would the, what would the motive possible be, possible motive for, for downplaying the horror? Well, I mean, there's the most awful conspiracy theories. I, I would bet it's on the banality of bureaucracies. And you have a bunch of people sitting in a room staring at each other. Um, and they're afraid that there may be some blame because the, 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 tr the, the electricity wasn't cut. Uh Attention, your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Attention, your withdrawal has been denied by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. The fire department was sent home before a fire was totally put out. We've been told um, water was shut off. So when the locals tried to begin to battle the, the fire themselves because of the their own water was turned off, so they couldn't fight the fires. So this is why I'm going to Lahaina. Um, you know, in the midst of catastrophes, when our when those who are represent us dissemble, then conspiracy theories creep in, and that divides a community. And I don't want to do anything um, that divides the community of Lahaina. That's that their heart is broken. But let the people of Lahaina. They're saying all sorts of things. Let them. Um, what I want to do is make sure they get clean water, that they can communicate with their loved ones, that they have shelter that their children are safe, that um, they're able to keep their property, and that we assist them in the, the, the sorrowful burden of paying for these funerals because, I mean, there are families that have lost multiple loved ones. I'm, I'm, I'm sorrowful. There were probably entire families that we've lost. We've got uh, just a few minutes left. I don't know if you want to give us an update on what you think ha is happening in the Ukraine at this point. You know, I'm going to say the same. Um, and as John and I have been writing together, 
uh, it's it's still the same old. We hear the battle for how much money, which weapon systems, and I support um, continuing to support the Ukrainians' um, war effort. And but but and John and I, John disagrees with me on that. But where we're united in, and we wish that the conservative movement would be one of voice, is why in the world is there not a uh, ringing? Why aren't we roaring for a ceasefire? And I think it's just all linked, you know. And this is why. Eric, I love your writing. It's just, it goes back, and um, I mean, this is Salem. I, people always email me, I get too preachy, but it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's thoughtfulness for the suffering of others. And we've, it's as the gospel's left us as a people, we've become very thin-souled and vapid. And it's if we, you know, the old Mel Brooks joke about what's the difference between a, a tragedy and a comedy. Um, a comedy is when you see somebody walk down the road, fall through an open manhole sewer and die. And a tragedy is when we stub our own toe. We become a people obsessed with our, our, our stubbed toe. And we're living a, and around us. There's a sea of human sorrow and suffering. For, and, and we become oblivious to it. And, we, and there's no better example of this than the president of the United States, Joe Biden. This man utterly seems um, unable to sense the suffering that he's causing the American people. Could you imagine, Eric Metaxas, if, you know, you, you, your, your home, you're president of the United States, and you're asked about a city that's your, in your country that's just been decimated, and you have no comment? What that tells you also is that there's no one on his staff that thought this was a priority. That said, is John, I love what John calls him. He calls him the uh, committee formerly known as Joe Biden. You would think someone in the committee formerly known as Joe Biden would think that this was a question that one should be prepared to answer. Not only that, one would think, you've worked in political communications, Eric, you know about blocking and bridging. If I were a member of the committee formerly known as Joe Biden, I would say, President, whatever question you are asked, the first question you're going to say, Thank you for that question. I'm going to get to that. But before I get to that question, I want the people of Lahaina to know that we're there with you, that we're praying for you, and that we're going to use the federal government, all everything at our disposal to assist your state, to assist your county, and we're going to stand with you. We're praying for you, and our heart breaks with you. And then I would answer the question. You would think that there's somebody working for the President of the United States that maybe didn't care, but was a politician that had enough sense to know that they have two members of Congress, two senators, and a governor that are Democrats. <laughs> and uh, but no, we can't even get that. We can't even get that. Well, this Why? Is, this, I just don't think they see other people suffering. Well, no. right, but Someone I mean that's that. It's hard not to make it political, uh, Jason. Uh, I we don't have time. We're at a, we're at a time right now. But my goodness, just thank you for your willingness to share what you've shared. Obviously, we'll have you back soon. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.
I grew up on a corner just like yours. I jog these streets. I go to a bodega that looks like the one you go to. I bike in the park. I drive my kids to school in the morning. I am a New York City police officer. I'm just like you because I am one of you. I am a proud New Yorker, showing off how much I love this city by wearing my heart on my uniform. Step forward and take the exam for free to become a New York City police officer. Show everyone that you don't just say you love New York, you live it. Visit NYPDRecruit.com to sign up today.